my fellow faders. Before we start this episode, I think it's time for me to bring something to light. In our previous episode, my co-host covered a story about Ken Watabe and all the horrifically terrible, sexually deviantly perverted things he did in parking lot bathrooms all over Rapongi Hills. And when my co-host brought up that story, he made a mistake. A small, itty-bitty little mistake with big consequences. The story was about Ken Watabe, but my co-host said Ken Watanabe, who is a completely different celebrity. I mean, one Ken is really bad. And the other Ken is a world-renowned, globally famous and loved actor. Somebody who's mastered the craft of acting in multiple languages. Ken Watanabe, I'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely apologize to you, your family, your friends, and to your fans about this mistake. It was a small, small mistake with huge consequences. We received multiple emails from you faders who knew of this big mistake. I didn't know that it was Ken Watabe. I was hearing the news for the first time. But as being president and CEO and possibly the jester of Gutfitted Japan, it is my responsibility to apologize for this injustice that happened on our show. If you want to listen to that episode, please do. It's a great episode, but with a dire mistake. And once again, Ken, we're very sorry. And if you would like to be on Gotfit in Japan and clear up this mistake, it would be our pleasure. In fact, it would be our honor to have you on Gotfit in Japan. And if you wish, you could fight it out with my co-host. Put on the boxing gloves. Do whatever you want. I'll hold them down for you. And Faders, thank you very much for bringing this to our attention. And if any of you out there have any questions, concerns, comments, corrections, please contact us. Send us a DM. We are here for you 100%, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We fade and we fade strong, just like you. And without further ado, enjoy today's episode. Garfitted Japan! What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan in the news. That's right. Thomas, what episode is this? I do believe it's 544. 
544. And faders, today we have so much news. We got so much crazy news that we had to pull out the big guns. We had to pull out not the AK-47, not the M60, no Rambo guns. We had to pull out the fucking A-bomb. Right now, we've got Anthony H. here in the studio. Not really studio, kind of like the online studio, I guess you could say, the Zuma studio. But yes, we are here with Anthony H. Anthony, thank you so much for joining the show once again. I love being here, and I appreciate you guys having me again, man. It's going to be a really fun night, and anything I do to my wife is your fault. Oh, shit. (laughs) Anthony, buddy, good to see you, man. I haven't talked to you in a while. I think that actually, I think the last time I, I talked to you was like when we all got wrecked on that boat. Was that the last time? That couldn't have been the last time. That was so long ago. That was a while back, dude. I think it's been that long, dude. I, I mean, we, we might have met like message over Facebook, but I think it's about it, dude. Man, I feel fucked up, man. Because I, you know, that's the thing about Facebook. Because like you, you still feel, you still feel connected even when you're not around them. Because I've been watching little boy grow up, and I'm just like, oh, that's what's up. I like it, man. But I'm glad I can see you now. I'm sorry. Yeah, you too, buddy. Yeah, fucking good to be here with you, man. I want want them fucking shoes as soon as like this fucking shit blows over, and I can actually talk to you in person. Yes. Oh, that's the thing. Corona happened, right? Yeah, dude. Corona, man. We're fucking all stuck. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened. It happened right after that fucking boat. We are so lucky to have that episode at that time because if we had that episode like two, three weeks later, dude, there's no way. All those boats stops, dude. Even right now, all the cruise lines around Tokyo completely stopped. We got we caught one of the last boats for the whole fucking year, probably. Well, not only that, it it could have been exceptionally worse. Think about like the fucking whole Diamond Princess issue. Are we going to be stuck on the boat? (laughs) Like Gilligan's Island? (laughs) One of two two options, neither which is good. We could have been stuck in the boat for a couple weeks, or we we could have been carted out in a fucking body bag. Take your fucking pick. Well, we did have a lot of booze. Being stuck on the boat wouldn't have been that bad of an idea. Until we ran out. No, yeah. yeah. No, but those boats are completely stocked, dude, because they got a restaurant there. We For two, three weeks, well, I don't know, the way we drink, maybe about a couple of days, we'd have been fine. Yeah, you're right. We would have been fucked. I don't know. Then again, like, we had uh, Jeremy with us, who's like the MMA president of Japan. Like, I don't know. If we wanted booze, he probably could have got it for us. He probably would have kept everybody in line and be like, listen, bitches, you got to ration this shit. So, Anthony, man, what you been up to recently in this corona time? Man, this Corona time, man, I, I, with the shoes and everything, right? Like a lot of the machinery that I have is, it comes from China because they make shoes, right? So I've been doing good because nobody wants to do business with them, but I do. So I'm okay. Wait, really? So you still, wait, you're still pumping out shoes and like, you still got like customers? Well, I still got like, the whole thing is right now is like every time I get to where I want to be, I find out I find out there's more to do. There's so mm. much into this thing that is it's almost like a fucking secret society. If that makes right. any sense. Like you end up knowing, oh shit, I don't gotta do this hard way. This person slipped up and let me know there's a machine that does this fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like like that. But once you learn and talking to them, because you got there's a lot of studying that goes into this. This is not easy <laughs> i'll put it that way oh sorry sorry go ahead 
Um, it must be a lag because I wasn't saying nothing. Uh, I was I was just, just going to say, but like, yeah, earlier when you were talking about, like, yeah, you know, I'm doing this and doing that other thing. And you're like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, I absolutely fucking don't because I know fuck all about the process of making shoes. It's, 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 uh, I don't know. Like if you, if you apply yourself to it, first you got to apply yourself to making clothes or making whatever, right? Just sewing. And once you get what you learn, how, what you get out of it, if I can nerd out all day about this, but yeah, it, once you once you like learn how to do certain things, it's like okay, you're not looking at people's clothes just because it's fashionable. You're looking at it like how did how was that made? Yeah, I, look, I get that. I look at my shoes and I'll be like, what's the easiest way to do this? Or oh shit, I figured out how the fuck you did that, and that's not that's not hard at all. You know what I'm saying? It, it's one of those eureka moments that I, I continuously have. Yeah. And okay. 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 You have to actually know what the fuck's going on. You need to know about the stitches. You need to run into horrible businesses that want to take your money, but you know you you found one business that likes you because I, I I'm dealing with a couple of businesses like I'm talking about on the B two B scale, <laughs> like with big ass with machinery and shit like that that they just helped me out like when my um. Even when um my uh my wife's father died, they wrote me long letters saying like we we really feel for you, you know, just that and the third, boom, 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 boom. And they showed in a in a couple ways, you know what I mean? Like one way they were like, because right before it happened, they had um I had ordered a bunch of stuff. Like uh <clears throat> anyways, a bunch of stuff. I'm not gonna narrow it up. And that they were like, yo, we um we we charged you the wrong price. It's supposed to be a little bit more. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to talk to you later because my wife's dad just died. And it was that day. And they just wrote me a long letter. I'm just like, man, fuck that shit. And, and, and business words. They're like, fuck that shit, basically. The shit's on the way now. We wish you the best. You know what I mean? You have to... I sounds like I'm rambling, but because I, I can't... Because it is a secret society and there's some shit I just can't say because it's like, it's not that hard. Not really. But it's hard to get that information. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I guess it's like tattooing back in the day. Like to learn how to tattoo, you had to like go to, you had to get tattooed, talk to the tattoo artist, and you had to go there and go there and go there. And they never gave up the game, you know? You had to like actually show that you're in the game for good. And it, that took a lot of time and dedication for them to be like, okay, you want to learn this? Okay, I'll show you how to do this kind of technique. And you want to learn this? Okay, well. I don't know how to teach you that right now, whatever. But you had to fucking show your dedication. And then eventually you're in. Once you're in, you're in like fling, right? Yeah. And it's, it's the same way with um, clothes. Clothes are the same way. Like like when the thing that started us off is was I wanted something tangible. I didn't, because I'm, I'm a proficient musician, but it is, I wanted something else. And then um, I, I was talking to my, my friend and he has his own, baller ass like clothing company and i was like look i'm serious about this and he was like we go way back so he's like if you're saying it i'm gonna go for it but understand nobody does this nobody does this you know what i mean no and then i took it and ran with it and then once i ran with it it was able to be able to look like okay well this is this stitch here this is this fusing here even me saying that is way too much but you know what I'm saying? This is what this is called. This is what that is called. That's awesome. So it's like, so it's kind of like way of the Jedi. You have to be, first become like the shoe pimp. I, like, I, what? 
once once you're fucking into that once once you're fucking in you're like yo man nice shoes what's your thread count bitch yeah or or mm, mm. Something was like a Return of the Jedi or some shit? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't remember any pimps, dude. <laughs> fucking Star Wars. Wasn't Billy D. Williams in it with the with the, with the perm, the only fucking perm in the fucking Jedi? <laughs> Lando, he was the mayor, dude. Sky City, dude. <laughs> he had a fucking perm in the future or the long, long time ago. Like, coming back, dude, in somebody. a big way. No, <laughs> there we go. Back. If it does, man, that'd be interesting. <laughs> hey, dude! If oh, dude! Could... I had a perm. Dude, I had a perm. You had a perm. <laughs> I had a perm. I had a perm. I got my hair real long and did it all like because like Snoop Dogg and all them. All right, I I I used to have hair, man. I used to have hair. Yeah, so did Tom. I fucking feel your pain on that one, dude. I I have a fucking wacky shot of like. Uh, Jeremy SHK and Adam three and a bunch of guys crowding around me. You know, like when I had fucking shoveling hair and I was already going bald. I was on my last fucking barbecue and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, shave it. So they sat me down while one of my other buddies was DJing behind me and they're just like crowded around me with a bunch of shears. Went. Bzzz. I have a fucking picture of me holding up my fucking ponytail, going, hey, I'm bald now. He looked like Leatherface, dude. His hair was all fucking like shaved and like weird parts of his head and stuff all like hanging down and shit. He was all shit based, dude. It was fucking crazy. I was at that barbecue, man. I was actually live painting. Actually, Tom, your barbecue parties used to be some of the best in the city, to be honest. I swear to God. Rooftop barbecue parties. You can't go wrong, especially in Coenji. Yeah, well, you can go right now, especially when the venue tries to fuck you out of money. But like, it's neither here nor there. But like them days is past, man. Like, like, seriously, I want to do some, like, some events and stuff back again, because I used to do show and prove. I'm organizing an event right now, ma'am. What event are you doing now? Well, I've got my events right now that I have been doing for the last couple of years, but the thing is, I can't do them because the event space is too small. Although, right now, as of yesterday, the Mm. Tokyo government opened up all the clubs. All the clubs can operate as business as usual, like, as if, you know, there was no coronavirus. Strange, but anyway, that's the new rule. But um, I want to do an outdoor event. I got this place in, uh, was it Hamimacho on the Yamanote line by um, Shinagawa? I got this one place and it's got this pier that goes out to Tokyo Bay. It's fucking crazy, dude. But it's an outdoor event. So they got this huge grass garden. They got like two restaurants and a bar and stuff. It's fucking dope, dude. If you want to work with me and stuff, dude, let's fucking do this, man. No, absolutely, dude. Because, you know, I'm everyone around that you know me from knowing people everyone is like good vibes right like i want to like, oh yeah especially in these times and days I, it's not it's, i don't feel it's like my job to prove to people that black people are good people if you don't understand by now that fuck you. Mm. but i do still want to bring that vibe out you know the people i i hand hang with you know like the beat jackers or even like oh yeah you know like or or shot ad I, I think he still goes by that name i'm not sure um, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all good people. You know, yeah. I haven't heard from him in a while, so I, I don't know. But he's probably in the lab right now cooking up some shit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, even even to rock and flow, every single person I know that I do music with, ah. or, or, stay on, or even with whatchamacallit, um, what is it? Uh, I got them up on my wall right now. Takashi, Ume, uh, Ume, Mia, and the comrades, you know, with P and all of them. 
They've been busy. They've been doing some stuff. A lot of solo projects, I think. I think Takashi's starting a radio station or something. Man, I've seen that shit. That's it. That's one of those things too. Like you actually have to like know something about. You can't just ask them like, how do you do that shit? You know what I mean? Like there's I so guess. much studying into that shit because it looks pretty dope to me. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I don't... And it's I one guess. of those things that I was sort of wanted to do too. I guess. Yeah, I think Got Fitted Japan is on his radio show. Yeah, but if we do that, Tom, if you want to do a little DJ stuff or whatever, you want to bring the decks, the ones and twos, maybe we can get you up there too. I want to have some kind of like a festival, like a small, small, small local festival, like maybe like 250 people or something. You know, not uh, you like- know, You know I'd be fucking, you know I'd be up for that, dude. You know, I can fucking cook, I can DJ, I can do a bunch of stuff, man. Let's fucking combine our like uh, powers and just fucking Voltron that shit together and make an awesome event. Yeah, you gotta bring about. the kid. Yeah, all the fucking kids are welcome, man. I'll bring him. My fucking kid likes, you know, likes some music, man. He seems to wants to want to dance, man. He's only fucking seven months old, and he's fucking bouncing around <laughs> like a fucking wild child. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I, yeah, my my kid's fucking huge. By the way, he's big like his papa, and like, yeah, they fucking he's he's got he's going back to daycare, and they're like, are oh, you? This kid's really fucking big. He's only. He, He's the only half half fucking child in the fucking like uh, little fucking daycare, and they're like, "Ooh, he just like bounces around, moves around. He's really smart, and like he seems like you know intelligent." And blah blah blah. I was like, "Which seems really nice, like a compliment." But like, are they just? I, it makes me wonder: Are they just saying that, or like, because you wouldn't come back to your parent and be like, "Yo, we think your kid's a fuck up," and like, here's an application from McDonald's and teach him to, that his first word should be. You like fries with that? Hey, Yo, that's going to be some what. weird code if there's like, your kid's intelligent, which actually means he's a dumbass. No, dude, I don't think they're saying that. They're just <laughs> probably saying he's rumbunctious or some shit. Yeah, probably. I'll, I'll tell you. We'll see, man, dude. He's fucking seven years old. I'm sorry, seven months. Mm, I, mm, I don't know, man. Fucking Anthony. Uh, he's got more experience with fatherhood. He's, he's going to keep his fucking mouth shut. He's like, he's got the fucking beard going on. He's like, hmm. I'm the like man upon a mountaintop. If we weren't recording, I'll tell you some stories, but they will tell you your child's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what? No fucking shit. They tell you that? Dude. Oh, not, 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 not that young age. He's probably around like fifth grade, sixth, fourth and fifth grade, my middle one. He's, he was going, is still going through a little, little phase or whatever he's going through. And, you know, teachers would be like, so, um, how is he at home? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, don't think, don't think that they, they're too nice to tell you, not to tell you that he fucked up. They, they will. All right. All right. Uh, I'll keep that in mind. But, like, you know, it's fucking, I'm, I'm still pretty uh, early and new to the game. So we'll see what fucking happens with that shit. And who hey, fucking you know, knows, dude, right? <laughs> Everybody's different, and every child is different. You know what I mean. And every teacher is different. You know what I mean. So you never know. Well, dude, like, just just between the three of us, like you know, Anthony, I met like once, like a fucking long ass time ago, almost ten years ago. Johnny, I've unknown for almost ten years. Like you told me, like we were fucking hanging out, chatting over the internet, and making a fucking podcast. I've been like, what? What the fuck is a podcast? What? What the fuck is that? But like now we're doing it, man. You, Life, life can take you some weird fucking strange directions. You don't know fucking where, where, where the fucking it's going to take you or what, what experiences you're going to have along the way. So, fuck it, man. Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, fucking <laughs> yeah, that too. But, but, you know, buy the ticket, take the ride, all, all that fucking good bullshit and the bad. No, it's true that. 
every uh, uh, I don't mean to cut your wisdom off, but what I'm saying is like every time I hear of um somebody working at a pizza a pizza parlor. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know why, but I always think about Johnny and him working at that rest uh, the restaurant slash bar without everyone in in the in the back being like from straight from prison <laughs> and shit. I don't know no. why I brought that up right now. And why I brought that up? Just because I haven't seen you guys in for so long. And I, and that <laughs> That's happened. true. That's some crazy shit. I have it multiple times and shit. I was like, oh man. Every single time I think about you, bro. Oh man, dude. <laughs> Likewise, dude. Fucking a man. I'm glad you're on every the time, show. Every dude. time I see, every time I see the Mad Hatter in any way, shape, or form, fashion, I think of you, Tom. Let's <laughs> just. Uh, hey, man, uh, let's all raise our glasses. Uh, Anthony, I see you got a glass of wine up. Raise it. Johnny, cheers. Hey, goodbye. Cheers. cheers. All right, oh, man. Fuck. Oh. Oh, I'm drinking wine and Coca-Cola mixed together. You know what they call that in France? Shitty a roofie. <laughs> <laughs> no, a roofie. Roofie? They call it a roofie for roofie? No, nah, I'm joking. I have no idea what they call it. But it's a French guy that told me about it. That's oh, why I do God, it. Shit, man. Fucking French would never do that. Come on, man. No, they do do that. But, uh, like kids do that. Really? Yeah, it's like a I'm teenage drink. I don't know. They, they mix wine, red wine with Coca-Cola. It's actually a thing over there. I shit you not. Oh. Oh, shit. Mm. But I'm sure there's a, a huge population of France that wants to kill me just for saying that, though. It's like their secret. Like, no, don't let the secret get out. Oh, we sound like shitty assholes now. Oh, McDonald's. See, see, the thing was, like, Anthony was able to keep his mouth shut. He's like, yo, I can mention a few things about the shoemaking market and the shoemaking trade, but I can only say too much. Then Johnny gets him. He's like, man, these French motherfuckers, they'd be throwing fucking red wine, Coca-Cola together. That's what all the fucking kids drink. It's all the fucking rage. And, like, Right now, I can think of some fucking French dudes smoking the cigarettes, fucking grinding up their fucking parry knives and the rapiers. Hey, man, there ain't no shame in my game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss this so fucking much. <laughs> Speaking of shame, should we get into the news? We got a lot of fucking shit to cover this. Uh, yeah, I was just about to mention that. Night. and I'm like, But real quick before we do, Anthony, man, you should fucking come back on the show, man. You're more than welcome. I was like, I don't even know if you're going to be on the show tonight. I thought it was just me and Johnny. And then Johnny mails me like an hour before the show. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be three of us. Anthony H is going to be on. I was like, I love that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, how that turned out is actually me and Anthony, we communicate maybe, maybe like twice a month or so. Like whenever I'm drunk in the middle yep. of the night and stuff, I'm like, yo, Anthony, what's up, dude? What you doing or whatever? And he's like, oh, man, just hanging out or whatever. So today during the day, I didn't know that I didn't know that you're working, Anthony. I thought like maybe you had the day off or you're like kind of like me, kind of like borderline unemployed and shit. So fucking I'm home, I'm doing all my home shit or whatever. And fucking I wanted to take a break, just have like a beer and stuff. And I was like, fuck, man, I don't want to drink alone. Hey, what's Anthony doing? So I fucking got in contact with Anthony. I was like, yo, man, what are you doing? You want to drink a beer? <laughs> He's like, dude, I'm working. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing tonight? He's like, I don't know. So I was like, get on the show, dude. So here we are. And you know the crazy thing about like life, and I don't mean it because this is a comedy show and I understand that, but the crazy thing about life that I've learned in my 34 years, sometimes I don't have to talk to people so much. You know, every when I do talk to them, it's just the best fucking time. Like talking to you and Tom is just like, all right, man, cool, let's do it, let's do it. Yeah. It's just fucking awesome. <laughs> I enjoy this shit. 
Likewise, man. Likewise. I fucking yeah, Anthony, man. Very good to have you on the show. And uh, if we're going to the news, then traditionally the guest goes first. So Anthony, you want to take it away? Here we go. Yes. All right. So first, there's about one thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars worth of cherries stolen from Yamagata Farm. Mm. So police in Yamagata City are investigating the theft of 60 kilograms of high-grade high cherries worth about $1,850 from a farm. According to the police, the owner of the farm in the Yulushima district of Yamagata, a man in his 70s, discovered the cherries had been stolen at around 11 a.m. on Monday. Sankei Shinbun reported. The thief stole cherries from 12 of the 14 trees and targeted two of the most expensive varieties, Whoa. Sato Nishiki and Benni Shuho. Police said the high-grade cherries appeared to be have ripped from the branches. Shit, man. Tom, you used to be really good at popping cherries. What do you think happened? <laughs> I think about popping cherries. I was going to say, is it cherry boys? Is it cherry girls? What's going on here? Also, like, you know, they took the best stuff, man. So the thieves knew, knew what they are doing. So we got some high-class thieves here. Is this like, uh, I don't know, definitely wasn't like Three Stooges or Wile E. Coyote. Was this like, you know, a connoisseur of the art? Well, like it was Yamagata. James Bond swoop in with his fucking mystery gadget stuff. That's Inspector Gadget, dude. Inspector Gadget. I don't know. Yamagata. Yamagata. It's fucking known for its cherries, man. They, they got a lot of good cherries. Good cherries. Is, is there no, really going for it? I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't know shit about cherries. I thought all the best cherries came from uh, the States. In Michigan, right? Cheesy. I was going to ask my wife. She should. Uh, Anthony's got she backup. Yeah. I'm oh. trying to figure that shit out. But she, she's no, she not, not, no, actually, like, uh, I have had uh, some ice cream, some cherry ice cream from that area, man. It's fucking nice, man. Really? Have good cherries. I haven't had cherries, cherries, but, like, the fucking, like, the ice cream is a Oh, mint is beautiful. Did you ever have the cherry? No, no, I didn't. Like, like I'm saying, just had the fucking ice cream. The ice cream was quite good. Mm. Grand larceny for stealing cherries. I, I mm. oh, they're expensive. They're like the best. They're the cream of the crop. You know? Yeah, but if you got to go to the jail, you know, I, I went to. I'm here because I was stealing cherries. You're probably gonna have a rough time. No, that's true. In that case, you lie. You say murder. I murdered a bunch of cherry plants. <laughs> uh, no, no, I fucking just, tear that shit up. <laughs> uh, just, keep a couple of things in mind. One, the uh, coronavirus has hit a lot of people like, you know, pretty hard. And two, man, they're just like, mm, cherries, man. Like, it's fucking, it's not really traceable. You think like somebody's going to ask questions. We show up with some high quality cherries and be like, yo, man, these fell off a truck. You want some? You also, fucking keep, sell cherries. But yeah, where do you go? That's what I was gonna ask. How do you sell that show? like a farmer's market somewhere in Kawasaki? <laughs> you, you know, you're not thinking. You're not thinking. You're not thinking in like inside the cultural Japanese box, though. But like, how do you say like uh, rare, expensive fruit? Those, those things go for a mint. It's true. Fucking, they do. Think about the, think about some of the dumbass gifts, like the square watermelons. All they are is regular watermelons that are put into a wooden box. They grow into a square. That's it. Those those things. Like, those things go for what? Like two hundred bucks a pop. And it's oh, a fucking nice yeah. gift that you can give some, you can give it to somebody. 
same thing with cherries. Like take that, you know, fucking change it up a little bit. Okay, they're not worth as much, but they they, they made up with like sixty kilograms. I think uh, I think this is an organized operation because I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm gonna gonna carry up sixty kilograms of cherries in my fucking backpack. You're like, I'm the gingerbread man. You'll never catch me. You think it's like there's also he's in his seventies. He's in his seventies, so they probably they might have scoped it out before it and been like, you know what? He's not gonna catch us. Like if a seventy year old catches you on foot, you're fucked. Yeah, that's true, man. Dude, this guy's in his seventies, man. He's past retirement. This guy basically he's got everything like uh, everything has got uh, insurance, right? So everything is insured. All these plants are insured. Everything's insured. This guy, I think he's the mastermind, dude. He fucking paid some kids to fucking steal the cherries and throw the fucking cherries in a fucking pit somewhere and shit. And he's like, yo, you know, all my shit was stolen and shit. It's fucking terrible or whatever. Then he gets all this insurance money and stuff because right now nobody's got any money to fucking buy high-end cherries, dude. Nobody gives a fuck about cherries right now, dude. After the coronavirus or during the situation right now, dude, everybody's out of cash, dude. Half the people are working half the time and shit, dude. Myself, like, I, I don't work that much. If fucking my wife says, buy some cherries, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, what, buy cherries? Are you fucking crazy? I'm going to buy frozen cherries, dude, for a buck fifty. I'm not going to pay fucking 20 bucks for cherries. Nobody is, dude. This guy mm. is in the insurance game, dude. Like the fucking gangsters of the 40s, dude. You got, like, good fellas, right? You got a fucking place, like a fucking restaurant or a bar. It's not making any money. You know what you do? You torch it. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. I would like to make a statement right now that Anthony H is not a part of any fucking snitching. (laughs) (laughs) Snitches get stitches and wind up in ditches. No, 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 Johnny. Like you know, actually, I I like your point though, but I I like your point uh, to be able to like see through some of this bullshit because like um, now we did have a like uh, remember the story like maybe a year ago. Maybe a little bit later or so, but like, what was it like? Uh, some pilot got fired. He was in his sixties, and he was he was just he was approaching up in a retirement. He got fired for trying to plane. Uh, he was gonna fly a plane drunk, and they're like, "You're drunk. You can't fly. You're fucking fired." And then I was like, "Oh, this seems like pretty stupid thing to do." Wait a second. He got fired. He's in his sixties. He can cr- collect unemployment until then. He he gets retirement. Fucking brilliant scheme. Fucking yep. brilliant. And he gets and to maybe, fucking fly. Yeah, maybe a similar thing. Maybe this guy's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm old. I'm fucking tired. Fucking people aren't buying my high-end cherries. Fuck it. They totally disappeared. Yep, exactly, man. Exactly, dude. That guy's probably making cherry wine. He's got a side business. Yeah, all my cherries disappeared. Yep, shame. Some kids probably did it. I don't know. <laughs> That, 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 which is also fucking true because, like, how do you say during the coronavirus, like, alcohol se- sales have been pretty steady right now because people are bored. They're staying inside. Like, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. They, okay. 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 I can see they're going up. What are you going to do? Sit at home. Get fucking wrecked. Nothing else better to do. Yeah. I blame the old yeah. man, dude. It does not condone any fucking form of snitching. <laughs> the old man. Is innocent until proven guilty. It's not snitching, it's fraud, but yeah. <laughs> the old <laughs> man, dude. Come on, Come on man. We're, throwing out, we're throwing out theories here. Who fucking knows, man? Who knows? Probably the fucking government. Probably, I, I, I'm not going to say I agree with you. 
I'm not gonna say I agree with you, but I'm gonna say that is that is another possibility is that they saw him a, a 70 year old being out there and being like, "There's nothing he can do." Yeah, yeah. that's right. Maybe it's a bunch of kids trying to pop the cherry, dude. Maybe they have no idea how to do it. <laughs> dude, this is the cheapest way to pop your cherry. I gotta. I can't be a virgin anymore. I'm 12 years old. <laughs> well, I, I would hate to see what they're gonna do when they're trying to bust a nut. <laughs> I mean, bust a cherry. <laughs> or uh, take your pick. Oh man. Okay. Get hammers to their dicks and shit, and like I'm trying to bust a nut. I'm trying to bust a nut. <laughs> it is the countryside. Who knows what they do out there? Yeah, Texas Yamagata Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know. Okay, next story. Okay, so you guys have been going out. You guys have been going out to um, Shibuya, Shinjuku, Harajuku, going in for job interviews, going out to work and stuff, uh, going to grocery stores, being on the trains and stuff. Have you been in a public place where you saw somebody coughing? or sneezing without wearing a mask or doing anything stupid like that. I, I did on the train. I was on the Hibia line and I saw some fucking old lady and stuff just coughing and coughing and coughing and she wasn't wearing a mask. At the time, I was furious. A couple of days later, right now, I'm a little bit more cool, but yeah, it's it's pretty hardcore. Have you guys seen this shit? Nah, actually, uh, I haven't, to be honest. You've ne- you've, you haven't seen anybody? I drive. You drive? Yeah. Fucking smart, no, super smart, Tom. You've ne- you haven't seen anybody cough or sneeze anywhere outside of your house. No, I haven't. Not at all. No, I, I swear. Like, I, if I did, I, if I had a story, I'd fucking tell you. But like, I don't. Mm, yeah, that is true. You are kind of quiet. Okay, here we go. Well, this story is about that. <clears throat> Here we go, Faders. A 68-year-old man was arrested for threatening to spread COVID-19 at a supermarket in Ibaraki Prefecture. Okay, all right. Police in Yuki City, Ibaraki Prefecture, have arrested a 68-year-old man on the charge of forcible obstruction of business after he threatened to spread the coronavirus inside a supermarket. According to police, Toshiaki Furukawa entered the store at around 8.40 a.m. Now, that's pretty fucking early. On June 3rd and told an employee, quote, I'm going to spread COVID-19 throughout this shop because I have it, bitch, end quote. Saniki Shimbun reported, Furukawa then removed his mask and began sneezing inside the store and left. I wonder what section he was. I hope it wasn't the booze section. Police said customers were present at the time. Fukuwara made the disturbance. Staff had to close the store while they disinfected it. Holy shit, I hope that was a small store. Fukuwara was arrested on Wednesday after the analysis of store surveillance camera footage. Police said he has been detained and charged but claiming he doesn't recall the incident. All right, man, if you ever cause like any kind of a crime or any kind of a problem, just say this, because this guy definitely has a lawyer. Maybe he fucking left the shop and then lawyered up. Uh, there have been no reports on whether Fuku, uh, Furukawa tested positive for the virus or is in poor health. So maybe this guy's just a bullshitter and just wants a fucking, I don't know, a rise. What are your guys' thoughts? How old is he again? 68. Damn. That's 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 too old to be playing those type of games. Yep, maybe it's just bored, bored, bored. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Uh, nah, like I didn't live in Ibaragi Prefecture, but like uh, I worked there for a year, and like this would have been like twelve or thirteen years ago. I got to be honest, man. Like 
there are so many weird fucked up like things to come out of there like that that area like ibaragi is like uh they grow potatoes it's fucking idaho more or less and like yeah. there's so many so many fucking weird news stories i read when i was just like way way before the podcast but like some dude like came in and like fucking like was going to convenience store regularly reading all the magazines bringing his own drinks and laying on the floor and the staff told him to get the fuck out repeatedly and then they called the cops the cops kicked him out and then he came back with a chainsaw running and then just set it in front of the fucking place and then just continue to fucking read magazines yeah there's a bunch of creepy purple ones oh there's another like there's another story also involving a chainsaw in the ibaragi which okay maybe yeah maybe it is fucking the texas i don't, I don't know if you want to call it the texas of like japan or the idaho japan or whatever but like there's another one where like a guy like just got pissed off because his package wasn't being delivered and it actually was they just like keep li- kept leaving notices in his fucking place going, we come by your place, you're not home. And you showed up and threatened this delivery staff with a fucking chainsaw. And again, the staff were able to reasonably t- talk to him and he just left. There's just so many fucking weird stories. I might have been misremembering a few details, but there's so many fucking weird stories. So basically, about that Tom, I lived in. So basically you're saying Ibaraki is like one of the most bizarrely craziest places to live or visit in Japan. It may be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre area of Japan. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I don't know if it gets up to like a Florida man grade, but like it's pretty up there. It's it's pretty fucking weird. Maybe <laughs> Texas man grade, maybe. I don't know, but like yeah, we was it was definitely fucking weird when I lived. And you know, keep in mind, I didn't live there. I worked there. I was in the I was in the next pre, uh, prefecture over in Shiba. Yeah, right. Korean, yeah, right. No, like, it, was, it was definitely fucking weird. I used to live there. Oh, did was you? Was it weird? Any fucking crazy stories? When? Ten years ago, I lived there. Ten years ago. So what yeah. happened? Tell yeah. us. Please. All new shit to me. All shit you talking about is new to me. I I, I got fond memories of it. I like knockouts. <laughs> <laughs> it's all new shit to me. I'm, I'm I, I don't know. Really, man. I, I, when I lived there, when, when sorry, when I worked there, when I lived like next door to it, it was just like it was just one of those fucked up years I ever had. And that, that might have been. I might be fucking over. Like I might be be getting overly critical, over analytical because like. Fuck, dude, it was one of the worst years of my life with a job just fucking overworking me. But, like, every little negative thing jumped out at me. I just remember all the fucking flash, 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 news stories, flash, flash, flash. Fuck, I'm going to Tokyo just for a fucking couple hours just so I can see, like, normal stuff, quote, unquote. Hey, man, if if you're going to Tokyo to see normal shit, life is fucked up. (laughs) It was not the best year of my life, I'll put it that way. Anyway, um... All right, let's move on to some completely normal shit that I have in my next article. Awesome. All right. Uh, Yokohama woman, 40, accused of sex with middle school boy. That's normal? Totally in normal. The States. In the States, yeah, that shit's happening all the time, right? Yeah, but yeah. They're, 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 the ones in the States are beautiful. Yeah. They, make me, they make me like, I don't know, this is probably... Uh, I'm okay with this being recorded and I'm okay with me being being seen stupidly by my future self. But some of these women is just like, why the fuck weren't you around when I was around? You know, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have kept my mouth shut. And that's the thing that pissed me off about a lot of these little boys. You talk too fucking much. You ain't about to get that pussy ever again. Never. Never again. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? You talk too like snitches get stitches, stitches, but when you talk too much about about kissing and you kiss and tell, you ain't gonna get to kiss no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, prom's gonna you be really lonely for these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and you well, no, 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 I, I, no, I, I know what I know what kind of stories you're talking about in the states. And like my favorite one was like I think in Texas, like some football player had sex with one of his teachers, and then like I just say it was like his English teacher, and then she brought back. She's like, "You want to have a threesome with like you know one of the other teachers?" It's like, "Hell yes!" And he fucking the way he got caught is like, so he had a threesome with them, and like when they were sleeping, he took a couple pictures. And then, then he then he went back to football practice and bragged about in the locker room. And I was like, bullshit. He's like, oh, I got pictures of this shit. Fucking idiot, man. Like, yeah. How, you know how hard it is? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it is for you, but you know how hard. And you know, I got a wife, never mind. I, I assume it is very hard to get a, a, a threesome. I assume it's very well, it depends on how much money you got, right, Tom? No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but um, she seems good, yo, man. She seems good. As I'm long sure as they are. Two females, and, <laughs> as long as it's only two females, man. I'm a fucking not. I've been offered threesomes the opposite way, like two dudes and a girl. But nope, no thanks. Hard pass. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I you know when I was a kid, all my teachers were fucking ugly. All ugly. They're all overweight. They're all just kind of like nasty and shit. But these days, I don't know what it is. It's like a Van Halen fucking MTV video, dude. Remember fucking Hot for the Teacher? I never had fucking teachers that looked like that. Not at all. Not until I went to college. When I went to college, the teachers there were fucking like maybe like 10 years older than me and shit. They're like fucking like maybe 29 years old. And I'm just like, uh, extra credit, please. <laughs> you know? But fucking... <laughs> Dude, when I was in high school and shit, all the fucking teachers were fucking ex like flower childs, right? And this is in the 80s and stuff. So it's like 20 years past their prime. So they're all like, oh man, it was it was a different story, man. Different story. But these kids these days, they got it good. And these fuckers, dude, I yeah, kissing and telling. Never kiss and tell, kids. Never kiss. There's a lot of kids that listen to this show. Kids, don't kiss and tell. Listen to your Uncle you know, Johnny. You know, I right. I actually I have a situation like that. A story like that. It's, it's, it was it. I get. I guess I gotta take back all of what I. No, no, it's different. I'm not gonna tell that story because it's not like. Never yeah, mind. don't incriminate yourself, man. Don't get in yeah, trouble. Just fucking don't. Not not in a public forum. All right, like, let, let me let me just bust into this one. Okay, so Yokohama woman, age forty, accused of sex with middle school boy. Thank you. Yeah. Kanagawa Prefectural Police have arrested a 40-year-old woman for allegedly engaging in sex with a middle school-aged boy, reports Sankei Shimbun. At around 7.30 a.m. on Sunday, Maho Hojo, a company employee, allegedly engaged in acts deemed obscene with the boy, aged 14 at the time, at her residence in Yokohama City's Minami Ward. Upon her arrest on suspicion of violating a professional ordinance regarding the healthy upbringing of youths. I love this, man. Fucking worded so well. I'm going to read it again. Upon her suspicion uh, on violating the uh, prefectural ordinance of regarding the healthy upbringing of youths, Hojo admitted to the allegations, quote, I thought the boy was cute, she told Minami police station. I liked his face and personality. There were no romantic feelings, end quote. <laughs> She's like, yo, I just wanted some D. These young boys got it going on. Damn, was she at uh, least hot? Um, 
I've only got a blurry picture of her, but like it only shows like she's got a mask on, she's got longer hair, but like she looks pretty attractive to be honest. You can't tell with a mask, dude. I've seen that shit. I've seen pro mask and non-mask, dude, and fucking yeah, it's night and day sometimes. So like, you know, like wow, beautiful. Ah, Skeletor. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But like, I don't know, from what little I can see of her, she looks pretty attractive. Yeah. No I'll work with this is gonna watch this, hopefully. If they do. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I work like 42 females. And because of the, I, I came in like right when the Corona shit happened. I've seen all of them with masks on and they got some beautiful eyes. Take the mask yeah. off. It's like. Not them. Yeah. Skeletor. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let, let, me, let me just like, finish up the article and we can uh, comment oh, on it. I'm sorry. No, 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 no need to apologize there, good sir. Uh, the matter emerged after the boy's mother realized that he was in contact with Hojo via the smartphone app Line. <gasps> Ooh, scandalous. The boy told police that he regularly visited Hojo, quote unquote, to play. Mom, I want to go over to Hojo's house. We play this really awesome game called Hide the Sagini. If she said, and if she says bingo enough times, we get to get, go to my favorite part where I win the game and I get to get, do this part called make a cream pie. Yay! <laughs> Mom's like, what the fuck? Dude, the kid's fucking 14. He knows what he's doing, dude. Fucking these kids have grown up with Pornhub and fucking Red Tube and all that shit, dude. Fucking kids that are 10 years old, fucking been watching fucking porno since they're fucking six, dude. That ain't no joke. I know I do okay. Maybe that was you. I'm not. I'm not fucking arguing with you on that. I I realize these kids have fucking grown up porn. They know. They know, they know that shit. But like I'm saying, when he talks to his mother, you got like, dude, the kid's like, fucking fourteen, dude. The mom's like, give me your phone. Who the fuck is this girl? And why are you going over to her house? He's like, uh, I don't know. And then she fucking did a little research. She's like, oh, that's your teacher. That's probably what happened. No, she she actually wasn't a teacher. She, she was an office worker, but like she's probably like perving on the park. She was like scoping out there. She, no, she was not a, she's not a teacher. She wasn't she's a, not teacher? a teacher, dude. How did she's he know? Wait, wait. I, I'm sorry. Worker. It, it, it does not say. Did, so how did they? How did they find each other? Like on Tinder doesn't or some say. shit? Did, did she swipe, wait, 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 swipe okay. right? <laughs> well, wait, wait. One, one, one second. Put me online for my friend. I'm asking for my friend. One, one second, two sentences. According to police, Hojo's residence was a regular hangout for multiple boys. After a neighbor alerted the police because of suspicious behavior, she was issued a warning. Uh, sorry, warning <laughs> or a citation. A warning? Like, we noticed all these kids are leaving your place without their pants on, so uh, <laughs> we're going to give you a warning. <laughs> They've got fucking strange stains all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> we find condoms all over the neighborhood. This is kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah. So, so she was doing a service to the youth, not just one, but to the youth, and they turned their back their backs on her and fucked her life up. Bad kids nowadays, These kids okay. nowadays are trip, man. They're a trip. <sighs> kids, these are trips. Oh man. Well, I'll tell you one thing, man. That shit never happened when I was a kid. And if it did happen, fucking these kids kept their mouths shut. 
this new generation of fucking telling everybody and shit. Well, if this one kid's a dumbass and his mom fucking found his phone and shit and went through his mails or whatever, that's probably what happened. That's unfortunate, man. Especially if, if Tom's correct and that she looks cute without a mask. That's fuck like I I'm a complete hypocrite. If it's a dude, fuck you, die, cut your dick off. If it's a girl, you're doing a service to the community. Yeah, true. Yeah. Because you know how many, at 14, how many dudes are, don't give their shit up to a crackhead just to get that, that shit off. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 I agree. No, I agree, I agree. Like, you know, I, know, I, I do agree with your point, Ron. On an intellectual, like, point of view, like, it was the opposite. It was a 40-year-old dude, like, banging a 14-year-old chick. We'd all be pissed. Like, oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, Fuck but like, that. you know, it's a, it's a fucking 14-year-old kid that fucked a 40-year-old woman. We were just like, yeah, what up, bro? That is pimping. Yeah. I mean, but if she's good-looking, too, man. And, like, if she's good-looking, too. Like, I mean, like, uh, <clears throat> I shouldn't say that, but I will. Like, if you ever got in an argument, first of all, I am down with the LGBTQ. Completely yeah. down with Completely down with you guys. And I'm not saying that because I'm about to say a joke. Because I am about to say a joke. But still, if I was to get beat up by a transsexual, I wouldn't give a fuck. It makes up for a good story. It's a good story while I'm drinking. Now, you got a good story of fucking a 40-year-old teacher that was fine. You know what I mean? Like Not a teacher. She's not a fucking teacher, but... Regardless, man... If you're like, she, wait, 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 then, then please explain that to me because my, my opinion might change. How does she meet this little boy? It doesn't say, again, I'm, I'm saying again, she's an office worker. We don't know how she met this fucking little boy. We just know that, like, he got fucking, she got fucking nailed and multiple, like, she was issued a warning by the police saying multiple young little boys were hanging out, out at her place. We don't know. But, like, she's an office worker. She's not a teacher. She's an office worker, so she was just a pervert. Basically, she's a horn dog that likes young kids. That's so weird. Oh no, see, I'm, I'm, I'm like, like, if you change the profession, if it's a teacher, this sounds so stupid. Even me saying this sounds stupid. <laughs> like, she's not a teacher. She's an office worker. If you're a teacher, then I kind of understand. If you're just an officer worker preying on little boys, then yeah, you get what you do. You kind of get what you deserve. Like being a teacher makes it better, man. That makes it fucking worse. No, You're not supposed to like have sex with your students. No, nah, I think it makes it better. That's so hot. <laughs> Dude. You know that sounds stupid to every all of my fans who are like, you make conscious music. How do you do this? No, I have to have conversations like this in order to make I'm I'm horrible in conversation. I'm great in music. Let's put it that way. <laughs> like if you're a teacher. No, I know, I know. It depends on the profession. Like, if she was a library, awesome. English teacher, Japanese teacher, history teacher, awesome, awesome, awesome. Mathematical teacher, I don't know about that. Uh, Office worker, a little strange, but that's okay. If she's a dentist, dude, if she's a dentist, that is really hot, dude. Yeah, see, that's what I get. That's that's where I'm at with it, because maybe I'm thinking through the scope of myself. Yeah, I'd be cool with it. It depends on the profession. but like if like my son went through the same situation and it was his teacher and his teacher was hot, I'd be like, all right, cool. Now if it was same hot woman and she was an office worker that had no business being around him in the first place, 
You know what I'm saying? Then I yeah. Do. Then now I feel away. Now it's I concerning. Feel like, but that's I mean, what we're fucking dealing with. So I don't know, man. Anthony, you got you got teenage boys, so I don't know. I would literally kill, call my sister up. And to beat her ass if she was just an if she was just an office worker. Now, if it was a teacher, then it'd be different. Are you in Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah. Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah. And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there. If you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. And we're back. All right, man, Anthony, I guess it's your turn for the next story. 
And guys, I'm really happy about this story. Just by the title, just, I don't know. I haven't read all of it, but let's see. 20 sumo wrestlers rescue drowning woman in Tokyo. 20 sumo wrestlers flex their muscles outside the ring to rescue a woman from drowning in in a Tokyo river on Thursday, according to local news reports. A man rushed to the riverside in Adachi Ward at around 5 a.m. when he saw the woman in her 30s flailing in the water and screaming, I can't die. (laughs) That's a lot of motherfucking words in Japanese to be saying while you're drowning. But anyways, um, what did she mean when she said she can't die? Is she (laughs) invisible? She's trying to kill herself, you know? Not doing a very good job, obviously. No, she can't die, Tom. She's invincible, like Anthony said. She's like, I'm going to live forever. Check this out. She jumps in the water and shit. You know, she can't drown. Literally, I I read that. I picked this one because uh, it's just a feel-good story about 20 sumo wrestlers grabbing her. But now I have so many questions. But I guess maybe they'll be answered if I keep reading. While Mm -hmm. While the man was struggling to pull her back onto a river wall the stable master from a nearby sumo rest stable heard the commotion and dispatched 20 of his wrestlers to the scene according to the mainichi shingun daily the wrestlers from the sakaigawa stable quickly hauled her out of the river and helped her care helped carry her on a stretcher to an ambulance the newspaper said on its website. She was sent to the hospital later, confirmed unhurt, the daily added. Apparently, she cannot, never mind, that was in red. Police reportedly planned to send a letter of gratitude to the wrestlers for their life-saving feat. The end. So do you think this stable master, he needed 20 of his guys, his sumo wrestlers, to go out there to save the girl because they're buoyant and maybe they make some kind of like a life raft if they all like get together and she can climb aboard and then they can like kind of like maneuver her to safety? Yeah, well, it's like the opposite of like, uh, what's that James Bond movie where he runs over a bunch of alligators where he's got to be quick because like, like you know, they, can, they can be buoyant. It's like the opposite of that because they're peaceful. They're like, oh, yes. Magic sumo technique come together. Form human ladder. I honestly, as stupid as that sounds to everyone, no, I actually believe that. Or maybe they made a chain. They made a chain, and the and like they're so sumo wrestlers aren't weak or fat, just fat, fat. They're strong, fat, right? Yeah. So they made a chain to get her. I'm guessing. You know what I mean? If you take twenty people, maybe they made a chain. You know, like you seen that? Like with those floods and the ra- the rapids are running really really hard and like you see people making a chain that's the way that's the only thing i can understand why 20 people <laughs> sumo wrestlers <laughs> that's insane they must be really buoyant those guys yeah they just float on river on the water well do you no, you ever see like fat floats and muscle doesn't but like sumo wrestlers are kind of both and they are kind of professional athletes because like keep in mind like they leave like school when they're like 15 and like, you know, if, if you're going to be a professional sumo wrestler, that's what you have to do for, it's for life for the rest of your career. It's for I'm, life. I met a kid um, who was, uh, I want to say 12 or 13. I was an ALT at this time. This is probably about eight years ago. It was eight years ago. 
and um he was in the sumo stable yeah yeah and when i say this boy was chunky but i'll kill they're all sumo wrestlers are basically samoans mm. like from my from my understanding of life from where i've been grown and, and raised like they're, they're, they look fat but they can run fast and they can you know what i mean like well, well, tough. Like, well hmm? no but like the the training is actually ab- absolutely fucking brutal because like <laughs> how do you say like when, when they join the stable and they're 15 when they officially enter there <laughs> they're treated like little bitches first of all <clears throat> yeah they have to like sit there they have to fucking like how do you say like they get the leftovers what the what the older guys eat so they have to fucking sit there and pick through the fucking leftovers of, of the meals they have to fucking Wash the other guy's butts because, like, you know, they're fucking too big and can't reach around and properly wash their ass. I have to wash the senior guy's asses. And, like, yeah, believe it or not, a lot of people wash out of that really quickly. So it's pretty fucking hardcore training. So if you can get through that, like, they're pretty good. Like, you've got to wash it. Like, seriously, you got to wash it on the man's ass? Yeah. yeah weeds out the weak. Much bigger dude's ass. Yeah. Also, they beat the shit out of each other. Because they're fucking sumos. They're fighters. I think I'm about to beat my ass and then I have to wash yours. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking, I'm not done with that. Yeah. I, I can literally see this over the fucking video. Anthony's face is just like, all his respect for, uh, for sumo wrestlers is just like kind of washed over his face. No, no, that's no, that's not what happened. What happened was, that's not the life I'm in. That's not, <laughs> like, I, I saw that and I was just like, because, well, you, you going to get me? You fucked up with Ken Watanabe. Don't fuck me up with the sumo wrestlers. I have respect for the goddamn sumo wrestler. You ain't about to get me high. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Dude, don't make this fucking person. Dude, no, seriously, don't make this fucking person, oh, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. I must rather have beef with Ken Watanabe than fucking sumo wrestler. I'll fucking take my chance. Yeah, I I fucking actually would over this. I'm watching another dude's butt. Hell yeah. I mean, like, no, no, I'm talking about me, but like, like my dedication, my dedication is not enough. Like, like for that, like for that, like, it's not, it's just for me, it's not that. Now, if it's, yo, you're going to wash my butt or I'm going to beat you up every single fucking time I see you, then yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to do it. You know what I'm saying? But if it's like, this is something I want to do in my life. I want to be a sumo wrestler. This is my dream. My, I, I, I don't, I don't hold Anthony, there's a certain line that you don't cross, man. Wiping another guy's butt is a line you don't cross unless you're a doctor or a nurse in a hospital and that person's like fucking, they got no arms and legs or something, you know? Yeah, I get you. I get you. But talking about it on a podcast and making fun of them on a podcast ain't some shit that I'm down with. So, so Anthony H., so so let me get you correct here right now. Um, So uh, when you're making shoes... So when you were apprenticing, you were learning from other guys who made shoes. They never said, oh, get down on your hands and knees and fucking clean the dog shit off my fucking shoes. They never said that to you? No, I don't Believe know. it or not. No. Believe it no. or not. All right, Tom, that was a funny <laughs> joke. <laughs> He's laughing. I He's fucking it's... laughing. I'm laughing that you think somebody would <laughs> do that. You're going to make fun of me. I'm going to fucking make fun of you right back. 
No, I'm not making fun of you. I was I was literally trying to save my life from any sumo wrestler that I was thinking that I was not respecting them because you said my respect for the fucking sumo wrestlers was easily seen to leave when with by looking at my face. No, I just decided that it's not something I could do. <laughs> Me neither. No way. Me neither. Personally, no way. Look, I couldn't play. I couldn't play basketball as much as an NBA player wants to play basketball. Oh, can I give a quick out, quick shout out? Sure. Sure. Thank you. Uh, my nephew, Dominic Henderson, just got uh, 6D1 offers. He's a, he just turned in 11th grade. Want to give a shout out to you. That's nice. what made me think of it. That's what literally was like, made me think about like, nah, I couldn't do that. I can do that, but there are people who can do it. There's people who will wash an ass crack for their dream. Not well, me. actually, regarding Harvey uh, Weinstein, there's some people that do a whole lot worse. <laughs> oh, you had to fucking go there, man. I'm right. Okay, no, no, okay, okay. okay to, to, to finish right. this up, I, I will say one really nice thing. Last time I met a sumo wrestler was two years ago. It was actually in Shibuya and New Year's. The last time I actually got, we got to go out and party before. I'm like, me and my wife had a child. And we don't get to do as much fun stuff anymore. But we actually did meet a pro sumo wrestler who, like, I wouldn't say he was a champion, but he was one of the bigger guys that, like, fought, like, one of the higher higher guys. And, like, he was a super nice dude. He was super fucking friendly. He was obviously a fucking sumo wrestler because, duh, just look at him. But, like, I met him shook his hand, talked to him for a little bit. He was super fucking cool. I offered him to buy a beer and he said, no thanks, I don't drink because, you know, I'm a professional athlete. I was like, I respect that. But I, I did friend him on Facebook and like, uh, yeah, I, I friended him on Facebook and the, then I sent him a message and said, hey man, happy new year. Thanks like, you know, for meeting me, blah, blah, blah. And he sent me back like, you know, in Japanese, like very Japanese, like, you know, this kind of prayer blessing me and my wife and my family. And I, I thought it was fucking super nice. That's baller to me, bro. That's baller. Hey, it was super fucking balling. And, like, you know, look at his fucking profile. He's got, like, you know, traditional Japanese pics. Very fucking cool. And, like, when I had a kid, same thing. I met him, like, you know, fucking yo, I got a kid, blah, blah, blah. Same thing. Like, sent, sent me, like, you know, this kind of long, long Japanese, this traditional Japanese kind of like a prayer blessing me and my family. So I was like, sumos is cool in my book. You know, it's so, just, like, you know, really, really fucking hardcore. So the point of your story is that sumo wrestlers are cool people. Yeah, they just have to watch a couple ass cracks once in a while. Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes 
for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. And that's when everybody left the show to go to bed. But not me. <laughs> faders, I'm here for you. Although I am shutting this shit down because... Mm, it's late. It's very late. But that's okay. Fucking, I'm a night owl anyway. Oh man, Faders. I would like to take this opportunity to thank you all for being here tonight. And uh, I would like to actually thank Anthony H. Anthony H., Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thank you for being a friend. It's always great to fade with you, and it's even better having you on the show because, fucking man, we have so much fun when you're on the show. Thank you very much. We sincerely thank you. <laughs> oh, faders. Um, we do have a Patreon page. You might be aware of this. There's a Patreon page that you can sign up to. You can actually go on your parent's computer and take their credit card and sign up for the Patreon page. It's $5 a month, which is pretty much like buying us a, a beer at the local bar. Plus tip, of course. And the thing is, though, when you support us, you get the keys to the castle. There's so much content on our Patreon page. We are overflowing with content. So sign up and get all the goodies. And um, yes, I've said it a million times, but I'll say it again. We do understand that times are hard, and a lot of you guys don't have a lot of cash. We don't have a lot of cash. And if you do want to support the show and you don't have cash, go to the iTunes. Go to the iTunes and give us a five-star review. When you give us a five-star review, that kind of brings us up a little bit. And if you write something groovy, that's even better. So go to iTunes. It takes two seconds to go there and write, boom, these guys were awesome. Boom, five-star review. Boom. Fuck yeah, fade on. Just write something like that, it's all good. It really means a lot to us. And if you're too lazy to do that, <laughs> we do have Facebook and we've got Instagram. We got a lot of stuff up there. Almost daily we're uploading stuff, so check that out. There's a lot of funny stuff up there and there's some stuff that's up there that probably shouldn't be up there, so get it before they take it down. All right, faders, thank you all once again for... Tuning into this special episode of Got Fitted Japan and Anthony H., thank you very much for being on this episode. And Faders, if you love Anthony H., you got to support him. Go into the show notes, go to his website, check that out. He's got tons of stuff there. And you're about to hear his latest track. And this track is hardcore. I love this track. If you're listening to this podcast in your car, turn up the bass because you're going to dig it. This track is Rough Waterfallin'. Enjoy. Believe in you way more than you do. I think you underestimate yourself. I guess it's possible that it's something we all do. I'm pretty sure I do it to myself. Cause I get insecure when I go deep in that mood. Sometimes I wish I was somebody else. But I put a smile on cause I Tomorrow's another day, but I don't think I wanna see it if it's gonna look like today. I put up 
the way cause I'm falling down Feeling like waterfalls I'm falling down Feeling like waterfalls Take my hand, take my hand now, now Take my hand, take my hand now, now Take my hand, take my hand now, 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 now. I hope that all your dreams come true The way you want them to And you don't have to compromise yourself But here's a warning If you try to reach your dreams Even your best friends will hope that you fell Yeah, it's unfortunate But if they feel miserable Then yeah, they'll want you to feel that as well They'll call you crazy But hey Brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Well, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Cow, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should man? We're going freaking! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.